Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Stripe Show, the Bianconeri podcast, the podcast for Juventus fans all over the world by Juventus fans all over the world. I'm Matteo and with me my friend Thiago from Brazil. Hi Thiago, how are you today? Hi, great. And after another victory by Italy, it seems that we're heading to, <laughs> to another phase and you know, but this is not about Italy, it's about Juventus. You're definitely right, uh, but honestly, we, it's not that we have a lot of news about Juventus, okay? We, uh, we have some minor news that we're going over in a little bit, okay? It's nice to see that uh, Italy won the second game, second victory by 3-0, actually. The team is playing really, really well, okay? Even better than everybody thought, okay? Yes, it's true. We still have faced a big opponent, so it would be nice to see how this uh, team will react from uh, when we're gonna see some adversities. Like, um, because if we're gonna uh, face team like France, Germany, Belgium, okay, Portugal, that to me are the yeah. clear favorite for this. Uh, we'll see what's gonna happen, but let's enjoy. Yeah, you know, this is why this Euro is so weird again because. The natural spine of Italian national team this time it's not Juventus, so that's that's very very weird, and we are not used to that. Despite the fact that uh, our defenders are there, and and Kellini and Bonucci are doing such a nice job. Yeah, actually, of course, Kellini had to get an injury. <laughs> yes, yeah. we got the uh, hopefully. He... It would be a season, like no, a tournament-ending injury. I, I hope uh, because of he's gonna miss the Wales game. Uh, he probably is gonna miss the the, the round of 16 uh, at where we're gonna face most probably Ukraine, and uh, uh, we need. But we we need uh, we need uh, Kellini for the quarterfinal because without Kellini, I don't think we have any chance. Okay. Even if Acharbi is a good player, so. But going back, talking a little bit about Juventus, because this is what we should do. In this, uh, we need to spend like at least a couple of minutes talk about Locatelli, because Locatelli was like uh, rumored to be close to Juventus probably for what seven or eight years already. Because I'm already almost tired of hearing about Locatelli, and uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, and now that uh, it looked like uh, Sassuolo was gonna ask probably. Uh, amount of money close to 40 millions who knows if like uh, is gonna they, they, are they gonna uh, ask for even more money than that because you know Thiago what I think about him but I, I let you I, I let you say what uh, what, what you think about uh, look at you know uh, usually uh, we will argue money but so far it seems if Juventus would sign this player we would like Paid the amount of money that they want, but in the condition that we want. I mean, uh, we will pay for years and try to include a, a youngster in this deal and see what happens along along the table and phone calls to Carnevale to see how to reduce the price if it's not easy. No, you're right. So. You know, I don't think, I still don't think that Locatelli is worth 40 million, but you're definitely right because if the 40 million 
we uh, we uh, unlike uh, so it's gonna be like a 20 millions and then we're gonna add like a player or two it depends which player because for some i don't think we can uh, as we did with robella and actually i think i i would like to keep robella because i think he's really 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 talented and prom- promising as a player okay maybe for jolly maybe for botta who knows okay and maybe they they're not gonna request all the money right now, so probably we're gonna pay like in three or four years. Kind of like the deal we had like with Fiorentina for Chiesa. Okay, so at that point, uh, okay, maybe this, the, the the deal is okay. Okay, the price is a little higher because we are not paying everything right now, and uh, we know that it's kind of like a we really like a problematic situation with money right now. So in that case, yeah. Can we use look at a player like Locatelli now in midfield? Yeah, for sure. But I don't think he's a game changing. He's not. He's not gonna change. He's not. Gonna, he's not gonna. He's not gonna. Let me say that he's a good player. Yes, but he's, he's gonna change from like day to the night, uh, the night for the, the night from night to day with like a Locatelli. I don't think so because that player are only the Pogba, the Kante. So I, I think there is too many expectations for this player. Honestly, I don't know what you think. You know, uh, of course, I'm enjoying this this Locatelli that we saw so far in the Euro competition. But honestly, what what I I like most is his character. I mean, uh, it seems for me that he grew up very fast, and uh, it's weird to see such a a young player from Italy with attention from from so many clubs because you know it's not easy to see an italian player playing outside playing abroad and we saw verratti uh, Jorginho, and emerson and other players but mm, we are not used to see a, a a big 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 player from italy playing outside and locatelli is not a big big player but he has some attention and he, it's difficult, for example, to imagine a player like this playing from Bayern München, playing from Real Madrid, as rumors. Uh, but, you know, uh, since Ancelotti is, is, again, the Real Madrid manager, you can imagine how many Italian players will be linked with Real Madrid. <laughs> but it's not a player. You imagine, for example, Locatelli playing and cross on the bench. It's 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 impossible, <laughs> honestly. Impossible. So yeah, I haven't heard uh, that. But I haven't heard yeah, this but, about Locatelli to Real Madrid. Honestly, this is new yeah, to me. But okay. Yeah, but, uh, but as um, hundreds of humors, most of them yeah. are. are Oh, crap but you know it's good to see that he it seems that he's not worried about this it seems that he worried about the pitch and he's doing so fine uh, but let's see as you said uh, we need to see him playing against a big big team and hopefully Italia will head to the finals I mean to the deep of the competition and we'll see him play very well well yeah look at Italy Right now, I think it's the dark horse, but I I don't think they can hide anymore. Yeah, with they play against Turkey and Switzerland, so not like two big teams, okay? But they're not even that like uh, like this gimme game that uh, we can have here and there. So we'll see, we'll see. And to going back talking about Juventus, we need to mention a little bit about. It. Buffon, because Buffon today signed, and he already talked in the, day, in the episode before, he signed a contract with Parma for two years. So after, I had no idea, after 19 years, he's going back uh, after, yeah, 19 or 20, not 20 years. After 20 years, yeah. he's going back to where uh, 
to the team that basically where everything started and it's kind of like a, a, a romantic story it's nice that he signed a two years deal okay and uh, he's gonna play in Serie B for the first year so yeah it's difficult to evaluate the situation you know because every single fan is thinking about why Buffon selected Parma why is it was there not a bigger club for him to end his career but honestly um such a player like that with a career like that it's very difficult to judge others decision but the, the fact is it's it's a nice ending i mean uh, in that club the way that it is and he's the main man of a club again it's not a big club but yes it's his club right now it's buffon's club it's not palma again because he's such a big big character and we'll try to help a lot imagine how many imagine this the situation with fans returning to the stadium parma will have a hundred percent of the fans in the stadium doesn't matter who will play but if buffon is there everyone yeah. will be there yeah it's funny because it's maresca is the coach so well, look, it's going to be weird. It's going to be the second time in his career that he's going to play in Serie B. So, and yeah. we know, I think uh, he's playing there because uh, I think he's hoping to come back to Serie A right away and uh, eventually having another, another nice season with Parma in Serie A and maybe getting a spot to go to the World Cup in Qatar because it's clear that this is that is his goal. Okay. And uh, yeah. like. Uh, I don't know what to think. You know, there is a lot of people that say that yes, you should be playing until he has fun. Okay, the, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope just he's doing because he's having fun. Okay, and yeah. I'm not questioning that. Uh, if he's having fun, okay, why, why, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would like, like at 45 years old, I think uh, he could have done something different. But you know, if he's very, if he's fun and he's still probably an average player right now because the talent is there. Okay. Well, no, yeah. play, so. You know what's fun also because uh, normally players have children their age, I mean most of them. So some kids doesn't have the chance to see their father playing uh, in professional level, in a high level. And Buffon, it's a 45-year-old goalkeeper and, and the possibility to play and uh, his kids are already big enough to, to know what it is, how it is, and to see everyone uh, loving the, their father. This must be a very good special feeling. Yeah. So, other than that, we really don't have many, many, many news about Juventus, okay? And uh, yes, it looks like uh, we know, actually, we know that Juventus need to make uh, at least 100 million or plus Valenza by the end of the. <laughs> the end of the month so today is we are already after the middle of june so we still have a, less than a couple of weeks to do so so i hope they know what they're doing in turin and i'm sure they know what they're doing okay i think like it's like a really difficult job to do right now and uh, there is so many question mark about what what we're gonna do how we're gonna move uh, we're gonna keep Ronaldo. Are we not gonna keep Ronaldo? We're gonna leave. Uh, we're gonna let go both Ronaldo and Dybala. We're gonna keep one of them. Are we gonna keep Chiellini or Demir? So, uh, honestly, right now I can see 
Juventus going in any different direction, okay? And I have no idea what they want to do, honestly. So I'm, I'm really, 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 really troubled thinking about what they are thinking, actually. Yeah, not a single word about Allegri. I mean, officially, right? no interview, no, not a single word about Cherubini, not a single word about um, Arriva Bene, and, uh, and yet the rumors are that they are playing, uh, not playing, they are working a lot. But, you know, sometimes I love this feeling that no one knows about what Juventus is doing exactly. But as you said some episodes ago, I mean, we would love to have a surprise and we are waiting for this to happen. I'm very confident about how Juventus will be um, as a team in the next season, but I would love to have some news and to understand what they're planning because uh, honestly, I think every fan is not excited to see what Allegri will do, but it's with a big, big will to see this team winning once again. I, I mean, it will be maybe the first time in uh, nine know, years that we see fans you know, trying to change for Scudetto. You know what? Uh, I Look, and uh, I think everybody is waiting uh, for uh, Allegri to speak because everybody is waiting for... because it's fun. When he, but... Uh, if he speak, you know he's gonna give some hints about the market session, and it's something that yeah. really you cannot afford right now. To have given any, 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 any hint because because you don't want to say basically say oh no Ronaldo is not part of the plan. So basically, he's the asking price is gonna is gonna right. yeah it's gonna be so. So who knows? Yeah. So so I think this is the biggest reason why there are no word from 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 Arriva Bene or from or from Allegri yet. So, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows what they're gonna do? So we'll see. And uh, yeah, uh, in, in the situation, imagine uh, so even some stupid questions to Allegri about Superlega, for example, it will be useful. But uh, it, it will be interesting to see how how those men will face each other and try the solutions for the squad because, as you know, there are players that are about to leave and some players that are trying to offload, just like Ramsey and, and Bernadeschi, for example. And <laughs> they have more things to care about right now than to face uh, media in a press conference. Mr. Bernadeschi is leaving. Yeah, there is no, 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 no question that yeah, no doubt that he's gonna leave. But who's gonna, who's gonna want him? Yeah. So, you yeah. Know. But yeah. hey, I don't know. So hey, Tipe is mentioned because uh, Copa America started. So have you have you been watching the Copa America? Anything interesting happening already or no? No, no. Hopefully, I'm not watching it. Not because I don't want, but uh, I'm just worried about other things and about this, this lovely sport. But the rumors that is Quadrado is that regular player, you know, some very good assists, very good creation. But everyone is expecting a lot from from Colombia. To, because there are some very good players. Imagine Zapata, Muriel, their the the capability to play alongside. But uh, Colombia is that team that plays uh, very good football, and Argentina 
everyone wants Messi to be the demolisher, the winner of the tournament, and there is Brazil. But the point is, uh, it's not it's not an enjoyable tournament, just like Euro. You know, we usually say that uh, Euro is like the World Cup without Brazil and Argentina. And this is the situation, you know. As a South American man, you you just look at the competition and and Copa America. It's, it's boring. It's boring. I mean, not by the match, but even the the organization is not the same. It sucks, actually. Yeah. So, well, look. Look, I think we're gonna be busy like in a couple of weeks. I think everything is gonna happen uh, really soon. I think everybody's gonna. But look, I, I, I keep, I keep, I, I'm, uh, I'm hearing people already criticizing Kerubi. Anything, but guys, other than the Paris as a man buying everybody possible player possible on the market, okay. I, I didn't hear anybody doing anything. Yeah, Milan made a nice move uh, getting uh, uh, Tomori, okay? And uh, Atletico Madrid got the pole from Udinese in a deal that I think I will, I will allow the pole in my team, actually. Okay, but other yeah. than that, what happened? Nothing. 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 So, guys... And then money. No money. Yeah, there is no money. Other, uh, the other team they with money, uh, with money is Manchester City and Paris is maybe no. So keep quiet, guys. They know what they're doing, and uh, I, I'm sure that they're trying to do their best. Okay, because uh, they're professional and everything. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what's gonna happen. So I agree. And uh, hey, question for you. Question for you. Since you're Brazilian, you definitely know Brazilian soccer better than me. Okay, there is a uh, Gabriel Jesus being like. Uh, Rumor to be close to Juventus of it's at least a couple of years. Would it, would it, would it be like a nice addition? Would it go well with the Allegri style of play? Or what do you think about? You know, it's not that kind of player that I usually see in Juventus, but he he he's not doing that what we should expect from a player that wears the number nine for you, you know. But um, it's that kind of player that it seems that he he has the skill to to do better in another team because he play in a different way, you know, different soccer. But um, just like Isco years ago, you know, it's the kind of player that it's possible to explode elsewhere, not in the club that is right now. And it's the same, you know, Isco is there. It's not a top top player. Gabriel Jesus maybe the player that can improve a lot, but still doing the, the same as a bench player. You know, it's it was expected to see him player playing more than Aguero this season, but put the brain as a as a I mean not a striker, but as the player that plays over there. And it's weird, honestly. Mm, it's an interesting player, but to be the number nine for Juventus, uh, I expect a different player. Okay, okay. So I was curious because I think, uh, and Gabriel Jesus is still young and he's so talented. Yeah. And so, who knows? Look, uh, and uh, so what do you think about uh, these people? 
you know what's funny? The reading the the the, the chat uh, on Juventus are like uh, the, all of a sudden the Locatelli right now it looks like it's uh, it's basically the second coming of Kante sometime, okay? That we have like a Pogba that is like this demigod. It, and you, I consider this demigod, and then you have Rabiot that is a starting player for you for the France national team when how are that I would like to do with Juventus, but it's not even in the roster for the Euro 2020 competition. There are people Juventus fans are Rabiot that consider Rabiot like a like a let me say a perticone or like a Michelli kind of player or like a Bressan kind of player. It's so funny, like like Juventus fan base is so bad sometimes. Yeah, yeah, the situation it is what it is. And uh, Rabiot is playing a very good uh season. I mean, we expected less from what we saw so far. And he's doing fine. He's doing fine. Of course, Kante did a great match. Pogba was the man of the match, but Rabiot played a very, very good match, 100% of passes and uh, some very good recoveries. And um, honestly, what he's improved more than what I expected is in the defensive uh, state of game, you know. It seems he's recovering a lot of balls, working harder, he seems strong, he's trying to be fast because diagonal moves, he he had some issues, and but this season he's improving, he's improving and, and of course Allegri took this duration because think about this, when Rabiot came, Allegri left the club. So it seems that Rabiot was a man that Allegri already knew that was was about oh, two years later. We need to see how how this man will work together and even the tactics. Because of course we can think about Rabiot playing uh, as a third man in the midfield, but maybe as the second. Well, we definitely have time to talk about that. So. Tiago, it's always nice talking with you, okay, and we'll be back soon, and, and as always, uh, fino alla fine. Forza Juve, sempre.